If only they knew the hub for young business minds. Welcome back to another episode of the If Only They Knew podcast. Today, I'm joined by Tyrell Campbell, owner of Blessed Individual, which is a clothing company that has, honestly, some of the craziest designs I've ever seen. So Tyrell, thanks for coming on. How are you doing? I'm good, man. You, thanks for the introduction. So obviously, it's just a crazy time right now with this whole pandemic. So get through it. Yeah, but when we we spoke briefly uh, before this, like a couple of weeks ago, was it like the coronavirus wasn't that big, was it back then, or was it? I can't remember. No, I don't think it was that big. I think because it's just become a lot, it's come worse now because Boris has got it apparently. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna extend it definitely. Yeah, what yeah, what do you reckon on that then? Because everyone was saying May, but obviously we're almost in May now. I reckon it. No, I think June. Yeah, yeah, I reckon maybe even July, like. We'll definitely still be seeing the consequences by later this year, but let's hope not anyway. But let's, yeah, let's, get, into let's get into this. So if you don't mind, obviously we'll uh, we'll get onto your company a bit later on. But if you don't yeah. mind explaining to the audience what who you are, basically, essentially. Uh, so my name is Terrell. I come from West London, 23-year-old. Um, obviously, I had the... Not, it wasn't... Like the ideal journey, went to school, went college, went uni, done all that. It was good journey. Uh, school wasn't the best. I think education started to change for me. I think when I got to like year 11 and a teacher would said something to me like, oh, do you want to retake maths and English while everyone else is doing their actual courses? And I was like, it made me think, I don't want to look like an idiot in front of everyone. That was the main thing. I just don't want to look like an idiot, knowing yeah, yeah. that you're not an idiot. So Obviously, it changed my whole perspective. So from the 11th, when I started taking education a bit more serious, went into sixth form, studied IT and business studies. I've always liked those two subjects um, because IT is because I've always been around technology from young. Like It's just been a major part, major thing in my life. So I've always been around technology. And business studies, I think from young, I've always said to myself, I'm, I'm going to own a business. So I've always wanted to, develop my knowledge within that subject what was it about business that like you, you said you always wanted to sort of own your own business what was it about business that attracted you <clears throat> i think when i was younger it was the case of just being my own boss but as i've got a bit older it's more like having something to provide for like my family now obviously i want to give my own family jobs and other avenues to create because like I'm not the smart only person that's smart in my family so just because I'm doing this doesn't mean that another person in my family can't come out with another business idea and create another business so yeah it's just obviously to pave the way for everyone in my family so that's the main reason why I've started doing it I'd love to know like what the stats are on how many people like get rich through like a nine to five job like I mean like very wealthy and stuff compared to how yeah. many people get rich through like owning their own company like I'm sure like people that own their own company probably have like a much higher success rate perhaps I don't know I'm just guessing but I, I guess that's why a lot of people are attracted to owning their own business because it you, you've sort of got more chance of making it bigger if that makes sense yeah and no, I get what you mean I think within a company it's sort of a case it's like a rat race not saying it's wrong to do a nine to five, but I still do a nine. To, I still do a nine to five, even though I've got my own business. Yeah, I'm not at that um, stage yet. But me doing a nine to five just opened my eyes of like 
it is a rat race. You're basically you have to like suck up to the top people at the top to even get near to the top. So it's like I don't think personally it's just not for me. That's what it is. I feel like personally it's just not for me. It's not an ego thing. It's just like my personality and stuff just couldn't handle that. I'm not the sort of person of I have to show you everything I'm doing to get to the top. You should notice I'm doing good and if you want to help me elevate then you can. But yeah, that's that's why you got to please too many people, I think, in a nine to five. Like you, like you said, you got to show to your boss. Look, like look at me. Like I'm doing better than everyone else. And like you, you've almost got to be like, you've got. To, I don't know. You've got to be a, quite annoying, I guess, in some circumstances. Like you need to be like the teacher's pet almost, like to even have a chance of going up the ladder. Um, but obviously, that's only in certain circumstances. Some of the time, your work will be naturally seen by the boss, and you'll you'll elevate naturally. But yeah, it's a good point. It's something I've been thinking about a lot whether the nine to five is worth it. But I think like what we're doing now, like whilst our own project is growing, having that nine to five is like the foundation. Like so, you're not you're not really like having that much of a risk because you've got something to fall back on. You know? Yeah, no, I get what you mean. I feel like the nine to fives definitely helped me within my business because like some of the procedures they do and just some stuff that they do, like I've implemented it in my own business. Yeah. So I used to, I've done a placement as a marketing assistant and they used to do that weekly email. I used to have to do weekly emails and I started implementing that into the clothing. Just small stuff like that. It's just, obviously you learn a lot from a, having a job where you're not the boss because obviously where you have to report to someone, they have a lot more knowledge than you experience, so you can just learn off them. And I feel like my placement taught me a lot. I think that I think that's a big point that I'd like to make as well. Like, if you if you know you want to own your own business eventually, like don't be too put off by the nine to five and the rat race and all of that. Because if you do go into a nine to five, like like we're pretty much doing now, with your eyes open and you're sort of going in to learn specific things that you can apply to your business like you've done and I've done as well I, I'm also involved in marketing then I feel like that's that's a great combination because you're getting paid like quite a lot for learning basically like if you was to learn those things without the nine to five you'd probably have to pay your monthly wage for an online course if that makes sense so yeah definitely I think if you're using nine to five properly I think it can be a good good tool no, definitely. There's a lot of stuff that you can learn from a nine-to-five. And even just speaking to other entrepreneurs or just, like, listening to their podcasts and stuff. For example, the two podcasts that I've recently started listening to is um, Realism Podcast, which is with um, Reese that owns Man of Devore, and Lewis, and the Dreamers Podcast, which is by the Benjar owner. Those yeah. two... They, they both drop like crazy gems like a proper taking what they're saying and try that makes me think it makes you, what they say makes you think a lot because they've been in this the industry that I'm in for so long and obviously their businesses are succeeding and I've seen like Bendrock grow because I remember when I had their first first product to see it to what it's become now like obviously it just makes you like believe like this is achievable so they're both mad expir- inspiring I definitely, yeah, you're right. I definitely need to um, keep my eyes on the Dreamers Club and and uh, Reese's podcast as well because I've I've listened to a few episodes of the Dreamers Club, like a few segments of it, and yeah, you're right. Like it blew my mind away, like because it's, the advice is so practical and they're talking about things that not many people cover. 
Um, so if you are listening to this, anyone that's interested in that, definitely go give those podcasts a, a listen. I don't mind if you listen to them rather than mine. I think I think they're so much better, you know. They're probably two of the best podcasts out there. Um, no, it's all with talent, bro. We're still at the early stages. So, oh, like, your podcast is obviously going to get better, just as my career is going to get better. We're still at the early stages. Like, it's good to see, watch people that's doing better than us and obviously learn from them. So we can't say, oh, like, we're obviously going to listen to this podcast because it's a good podcast. And... We can listen to other podcasts, just like people can buy other clothes, like them draw man of the ball, and they can buy my clothes. Like you get different things from different um, brands. That's so true, yeah. And I think it's, I guess I'm sort of, I put myself down sometimes. Like, and you may do this as well. Like when I see other people, either it seems like they're doing it better, or they're doing one thing better, or they're one step ahead. Like I sort of think, oh god, I wish I was there, or something like that. Do you have that as well? Yeah, no, we all do. I, I used to do it a lot. I feel like 2018 was the most out where I used to do it. Like, everything I'd done, I used to... Something would pop up, and I'll try to compare my brand to it. And I'm like, like, this is so simple. I put so much time into my one. Why is it not blowing? And I feel like 2018 was, like, a massive change for the brand. Yeah. Because that's when I started to put things into perspective and start to realise, like, I'm on my own journey. It may take me, it may take me two years to, for the brand to become a bit more known, or it may take me two months. Like it's all about like time, and I can't change God's journey for myself. It's all about like what what's meant to happen will happen. Basically, that's what I've started to believe in, and stop putting myself down and started to prepare myself because we're always gonna do it. Because as business owners, you've got a lot of pressure on yourself, and you you know that a lot of people are watching you. Obviously, they won't say you're watching you, but you feel like if you fail, a lot of people feel like, oh, I knew you was going to do this. Or, so it's just that pressure of that. that. That's mad, though, like to think if if destiny is real, and I believe it is real as well, or at least everything happens for a reason. I feel like that, I don't know, I can't really encapsulate it, but I definitely have that sort of mindset where I think it's almost like destined and you just have to be proactive in finding the steps that almost link up and like piecing the jigsaw together. But it's mad to think that if that is real, then like it's, it's mad to think that there's so many possibilities for us. So I was talking to Joseph Valente the other day who won The Apprentice in 2015. And he was... Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, he basically was saying that he knew he was going to get on The Apprentice, win The Apprentice, and he sort of knew what was going to happen. He just didn't know exactly how. Um, so yeah that's quite mad to think like your steps could be almost decided already you just got to go out and piece them all together that's mad no yeah definitely you got to start envisioning it because the more you envision it the more it becomes real like right now you might not know the steps but two days later or maybe two hours later you might come up with an idea that may help you get closer and I've had this happen so many times that I'll be designing clothing and I'll make about 20 teas and, I, and they all wouldn't be good. They all would not be good. And then I would stop for a second, maybe like play PlayStation or something, or just, just come away from the clothing for a bit. And then something will just pop up real quick and then go back to the laptop, design it, and then bang, there's the tea. It's, mm. it's, it's weird, but it's, it's how life basically works. I think all good things takes time. Like I remember before I was going to give up with my page a couple of years ago, like I only just started it. I wasn't seeing the results I thought I'd get. And like I sort of, I spoke to the apprentice candidates, got, got articles from them and stuff like that. But it just didn't, you know, when it just doesn't hit your spot, like you're like, oh, it's, yeah. 
it was all right, but it wasn't what I expected. Like it wasn't what I really wanted. And then like, I was literally thinking, uh, you know, what, I'm going to give up. I'm just going to focus on uni at the time. And someone from the apprentice randomly emailed me and was like, oh, I've just come across your page. Like, I love the page, blah, blah, blah. Like, how can we collaborate? Like, let's keep it up sort of thing. And I was like, what? Like, that, that, that's what made me think, you know, what? I think destiny is real. Because <laughs> for me to literally be saying in my head, I'm giving up. And then for that email to come through, basically saying, don't give up. I was like, that's mad. That is mad. No, it's true. But, um, yeah, it's definitely true. But is there anything, like, on your journey so far? I know you're in the early stages. But is there anything you've sort of sacrificed? And I I say that because I feel like I've, uh, like, sacrificed going out in a social life, basically. Like, I'm quite boring. I just wondered if you was in the same sort of boat with... Um, I feel like... One thing I definitely have sacrificed is like, I used to play PlayStation a lot. Like I could probably pay, I'd probably get up, get washed, and I like, play it from like twelve to like probably till night. But like that's one thing I proper like cut down on and tried to give up like near enough because that was like my main interest. Because from young I've always played PlayStation, so it's always been what I've always done. And I've always I've also stopped going out quite a bit. I only go out to like eat with friends, but the whole clubbing aspect and. Yeah, it's not really for me because hmm. it's just one waste of money. Don't get me wrong. I still, I might go out club maybe, maybe once or twice a year, but it's not an every weekend thing that like, I proper try, try to cut down on like my social life in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. It's hard though because I, like, I don't know whether you get this, but I, sometimes I feel guilty. Like if I'm playing PlayStation or whatever, like, I feel like, oh God, I shouldn't be playing this. Like I should be like working on something, but. I feel like if I do that, then I'll burn myself out. So, like, it's hard to get that balance, you know? No, I definitely do feel like that. I used to used to play PlayStation and feel like, oh, like, why am I doing this? Like, I shouldn't be doing this. This is why this person's in front of me. And this is why, like, you, you have, like, the craziest thoughts when you're doing something. Like, that. it's just for yourself. Like, it's just time to yourself away from the business. But you feel bad. But I guess that comes with, like, the actual passion for it. Because you know, like, you want to be doing it, but you don't want to overburn yourself and you start putting out stuff that doesn't correlate with the brand and it just doesn't work because you're doing so much. Mm. Well, let's talk about the stuff you're putting out because, like I said before, I've seen your designs and they're, they're crazy, man. So, uh, yeah, if you don't mind telling us more about Blessed Individual, how that came about. So, um, in 2017, obviously, when I started the brand, officially unofficially was when i was about 16 and me i was speaking to my cousin and i was just like to him i showed him a trap star hat and just said oh can you get this hat because he knows the owners and then he was like i'll try and then t- i think 20 minutes later he phoned me back and was like oh we should start our own clothing brand i said oh like all right why not i'm 16 at the time i'm thinking yeah i know a lot of people i know a lot of guys and girls so that should be easy like started it got 100 tees, 100 hats at first, didn't work, gave up, like, I gave up, I said, yeah, I can't do this, man, and that was the time where I was, like, in college and just about to go uni, so it was, like, a, a difficult transition, so I was, like, yeah, let me just stop this for a bit, and then 2017 is when I brought the clothing brand back, and was, like, when I started taking it a bit more serious, got a website, like, started taking the Insta pics, and it's when it started getting a bit more known. I had a couple of sales from people I didn't know, but most of them was from people I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And then 
2018 was when it was like, I think that was like a, one of the hardest years for the brand and myself. Because again, obviously what we spoke about, it was just a case of that year was just me comparing the brand to other brands and like seeing them get influencers wearing it. And I'm thinking when I DM these people, they're not replying to me. Like, what's, like what am I doing wrong? So it was like, I kept thinking too much. And that was a year where I nearly did stop it again. But I didn't. Towards the end of the year, I was like, let me just change the aspect of the brand. So in 2019 is when the design started to change. And obviously, I started to do more concept brands, like the, the recent brands, designs you've seen, mm-hmm. where it's about like just situations that many people can relate to. And 2019 was like probably the most successful year for the brand, like exposure-wise, sales-wise. And just product quality wise, because like, I started getting a lot more people that I didn't know. And that started like, that feeling was like, it was exciting for me. So I wanted to feel it more like just getting people that you don't know wearing the brand from like Liverpool, Leeds, like they've never seen me. So they have no reason to buy the brand. So that, that makes me know that, right, this is a good product. Just keep at it. And that must yeah, have this year's been. Good feeling, though. Yeah, like it's a good feeling when you get people like saying stuff about your clothing, like that you just don't know. Like, so they're not even saying it because they know you. Like, they have no sort of relation to you. And they're saying, yeah, this is a good brand. Like, this brand's going somewhere. And it was just like, it made me think, like, imagine if I did give up in 2018. Mm, that's, that's a big point. Like, I feel like you're going to regret it a lot more if you ever give up. Like, there, there's nothing, there's almost nothing good from, like, quitting. Because I think all good things take time. But I wanted to get a touch on the point you mentioned just there like it's a bit uh, more of a practical point but yeah. did you say you've been using influencers and how much has that been a part of your your marketing campaigns i haven't even used influencers i'm gonna be totally honest like i've had a couple people with a couple of followers like wear it i had notes wearing it and that one again was a bit random i think my cousin just saw him on the road and just said like oh we've got this clothing brand i think he wanted to know what their name was and we told him the name. He's like, oh, like, I like that name. Yeah, like, come bring me down some stuff. That's mad. Brought him down some items. Took a video in it. Like, he took a video in it. And then, yeah, like, just, I feel like the influencer market, it doesn't it don't get sales. It's just more of an exposure thing. It's just a lot of people just started, like, messaging me, like, oh, this is sick. So it's more of an exposure thing. Like, it's not really related to sales. Do you, do you know what I've realised, though? Like, I feel like a lot of people, like you said, they... They like to see that a brand is being worn or sort of, what's the word, sort of like put on by another higher individual, if that makes sense. So like if a higher... Yeah, yeah I get what you mean. If like a higher profile person says, oh, I like this brand or I wear this brand or I know this brand, then it, it just adds so much more like credibility to your brand, which is quite weird. Like the fact that people have to rely on other people to tell them. Um, whether something's good or not, but I guess, I guess that's the whole sort of thing with influencer marketing, you know? No, yeah, that's the thing. It's a bit crazy, but that's just how the, some people's minds work. I don't yeah. get it. Obviously, mine's has never worked like that, but it might just be the customer cycle because let's say we see Stormzy wearing like a pair of trainers that we've never seen before. We're going to want to see, if we like them, we're going to try dig deeper to find out what that brand is. So it's just a case of, the influence on marketing actually just helps with exposure and just getting out there. Yeah, yeah. But how about the actual designs themselves? Because, like I said, they're, they're nuts. Like, how did you sort of come about with them? 
Um, and have you done them sort of all yourself in terms of actually designing it? Um, so it was a case of like, I just started to look at like Greek mythology. So I don't know if I've said it right. I might probably said it wrong, but <laughs> yeah, I started looking at stuff like that. And those sort of designs intrigued me because like I'm from like my, I'm half Greek. That sort of stuff like was intriguing to me. And like, I just started going down that path. And then like, I have a friend who does the graphic designs for me. Well, this was like in 2019, he used to do the graphic designs for me. And then I think he, we first came up with the, the first design, which was like Blurred Vision. And that was like a long sleeve tee with like an, a border, orange border with like an angel on the front and it had like a blurred effect. Mm. But that one was when the brand started getting more known. Like lots of people that had never had buy it before started buying it. And I was like, all right, this, this design is like a, it's a signature design. Like I have to keep this on regardless. Like just basically changed the colors and stuff. Like it was a signature design. Loads of people loved it. Put on a hoodie, same reaction again. So it made me know like this is what people are liking. And the designs, I think that design made the other designs like stem from it basically. Yeah. It made me see that a lot of people like images that tell stories. So that's where most of like my designs have come from. It's just like images that tell stories, but I paint my own picture basically. Because like the stories are more related to stuff that I've been through, or maybe other people have been through. And like in terms of actually practically like designing them and stuff, like do you use like a Photoshop or just something like on a, a lower budget? Like what sort of software? Um, so I'd use Photoshop to design them, hmm. and then in case of that, I'll just search up like, like effects to basically see what I can, if I can do them. If I'm not, I'll pass it on to a graphic designer. But more time, YouTube's the best place to find out if you want to do something. Mm, that's a good point like I feel like a lot of people can you can pretty much find out like, anything and everything online like for whether it's good or bad like the, the answers or the topic will be covered somehow online so yeah definitely definitely use YouTube if you want to learn anything yeah even like right now in this period I'm learning how to use Photoshop a bit better like just mm. through YouTube and other websites so like YouTube's definitely like another key learner place if you want to learn anything to be honest is that is that what you're doing now like through this coronavirus period are you just learning things or are you chilling out because I'm, I'm chilling out quite a bit and I'm, I'm quite enjoying it you know I'm learning things because like with photoshop because I've started to take my own pictures I want to learn like about my camera a bit more yeah. like to make the picture quality a lot better like edit them better so it don't look too edited but it looks neat so I'm learning more about that I'm learning about photoshop just basically like the whole as if I don't know anything I'm basically starting like fresh from Photoshop and I've just been doing like a lot of like clothing samples just getting everything ready for when this does end basically mm. I, I feel like uh, mate the cam the cameras how you, I don't know I don't know how to use a camera properly you know like I've got one I've got quite a good one but it isn't the best mm. but it's decent I have no idea how to use it like apart from just like taking a photo and recording a video like, I don't know anything about the setting so maybe that's something I should be learning during this lockdown no definitely like our proper it's crazy because before when I like, was about to buy the camera I thought oh yeah you just need a camera the lens doesn't matter and so my friends <laughs> yeah. said the lens is basically the most important thing yeah, and yeah. So I started researching them and seeing like grands and it's like, all right, I didn't know this really mattered. I thought it was just like the camera. 
But no, I've started to like learn a lot about cameras and basically Photoshop and Lightroom. Those are the two, like the main things I've been doing through this whole pandemic. Mm, I think, like you said, now's a good time to, like, how long have you been off? Like three, four weeks, isn't it? Like now's a good time yeah. to knuckle down, learn something and come out of this lockdown like a new person almost, or at least an improved person. Yeah, definitely. Don't like. Obviously, some people may not want to, but that's not like that's fine by them. If you don't want to, it's not a pressure thing. But I've always wanted to learn Photoshop, like, and I would like ask my graphic designer, like, what do I need to learn? What do I need to learn? Like, people like go on YouTube, like, search this, search this, and so I found a website where it does like a thirty-day course, and it was free. So I was like, I just might as well do this every day. Mm. Hopefully, it should improve my skills. So by the end of this whole pandemic, I should be at least a lot better at photoshop and then i'll move on to lightroom then my pictures and stuff get better and just designs in general how good is it to know that like during this whole period like either you can have the mindset that your competition is sitting back and relaxing so you can get one step ahead or you can also have the same mindset of like your competition is also out there being proactive so like you need to like make sure you're proactive as well like it's quite fun to think of that like have that competitive streak in you during this time no yeah definitely i know no one in the fashion industry is sitting back this is probably don't get me wrong like sales will probably have will probably slow down because obviously a lot of people are a bit worried might have been made furlough stuff like that but right now if you like for me i'm just focusing on the existing products I've got now, I've already got like my next collections lined up. So it's a case of like, I know as soon as everyone's back to normal-ish, I'm ready, like I'm ready to go straight away. I'm not slowing down. Like, I've had a good 2019. Like, regardless of this, I'm going to make sure I have a good 2020, like regardless of this whole issue. Exactly. Yeah, that's a big point there. Um, you you seem to be quite good at almost everything. Like you're good at, well, you will be definitely good at using the camera. <laughs> you're good at marketing. <laughs> You're good at uh, you're good at sales, I guess, as well. Like you, you told me before that you sort of did a, a your own pop up shop, and obviously you're running the company. Sort of, you're the you're the figurehead of the company. But is there anything you're not good at in business? Um, I'd probably say the finance part. I remember we spoke, and obviously I remember I said the finance part is the one that I really like. Proper used to struggle with. I only recently started digging deeper into it and just started to use like an accountant software because the whole finance for me is just does my head in don't get me wrong i'm good at it but i just can't put that much time into it It, yeah i think that's what it is with me as well like it burns my head out like i try and learn it and it's like oh you know what it's just too much for my head to like handle like my head starts getting all hot and i start shutting down (laughs) it's just too much it's way too yeah it's crazy the thing is i've done it in um uni as a first year module and it was all right i liked it i i got like an A plus in it and I was like yeah this is good yeah. I feel like now it's my own business it feels like they're just numbers scrambled all over my head and it's like yeah. I don't know where to start yeah, it's, it's tough it is tough but talking of uni there has uni been good for you so far in terms of like applying skills and stuff um I feel like it's been it's been a good journey like if I could have I probably wouldn't have went mm. I don't I don't like, I feel like now I've just, I wouldn't have went. Like, it hasn't helped me in, like, any job hunts or anything. Like, they care about experience. And if I didn't go, I maybe wouldn't have, I would have probably learned probably a lot more. I yeah. feel like I probably would have learned a lot more. 
you would have had a, but, the, the practical experience as well like because you would have been forced to go out there and get a job or do some work experience. Yeah. so you, you would have had that practical experience which is probably better yeah definitely 100% but everything like I just say everything happens for a reason I was meant to go to uni for some reason mm. it might work might have its use in five years or maybe ten years so obviously it was meant to happen who knows because you could have gone into a into a job straight away and got so caught up in that job and sort of got into a spiral of just working for someone else that you may have like left the page behind which is what I almost done for like a year or so like for I think about six seven months I stopped posting because I was I got myself a new job and my head yeah. was so focused on that job that like I was like oh forget the page I need to focus on this job so yeah I think you're right I think it did happen for a reason you know no, yeah, definitely. Like that's the thing. Like when you start working for a company full time, it's that finding the balance. Like, and obviously, I just feel like, yeah, if I did actually get a full time job, I might have just got caught and stuck in that whole. It's alright, I'm getting a good wage. Let me just. I would have been content with it. Like, let me just stick at this, basically. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, I don't think anyone owes you anything as well. So if you are in a job, like you can just leave pretty much whenever you want. Obviously, you've got to work in notice and like stuff in the contract, but you can, you've got that freedom to leave whenever. Like if you've, even if you're, say like if someone joined a company now, but they want to own, own their own company, they can say, all right, I'll stay here for 12 months. After 12 months, I'll make sure I save this amount every month as much as I can. And then after those 12 months, that's me done. I've got my savings to start the business. I've got my knowledge from the things I've learned. And then after that, they, after that year, they can go and start their own business. So I don't think you're ever like tied down into the nine to five life. So yeah, don't, don't be afraid. That's, that, that would be my advice. Don't be afraid to sort of dip in and out of the nine to five life as and when. No, yeah, definitely. Like, I think someone was like, someone told me before, like, it was like, listen, if you're going to have a nine to five, just make sure you always have it there so you can support your business like i wouldn't ever say to someone quit your job and start a business because uh, that's that's like not the smartest thing if you're being like realistic if you're being totally realistic it's not the smartest thing as hard as it may be to balance both like your actual job will help you support your business until it's making enough financially to where you can quit yeah exactly what what was something you wish you knew at an earlier age i know you're still quite young but um probably Within the fashion industry, I feel like it would probably be like the fabrics. If I knew more about fabrics from the start, I feel like I would, my journey at the start would have been a totally different different to what I've been through now. And like the prints, the different type of prints, so like DTG, which is direct-to-garment, screen print, like there's vinyl, like there's loads of different prints. But at that time, I first just started, the person I was using they weren't explaining it to me. So it was just like, oh, I want this on the tee um, with this on it. And they would just give me like the cheapest, basically cheapest tee and cheapest print, which is all right. That's cool. It's their business. They're trying to make a high profit margin. But the person I'm using now, they, like, they explained to me like, listen, this is good for this. This is good for that. And if I say something like, oh, I want this on a tee and screen print, they'll be like, oh, like, it's not financially worth it. Like they're not, in it for the bag because they know yeah. the more knowledge they give me the more I'm going to come back to them and the more I'm going to order so like their head is a bit more as screwed on as mine in the long run like I'm looking at this in the long run not a short run and that's what uh, the person who I was using at the beginning was probably looking at the short one just get money in quick and not keep me on as a customer but 
I think there's a there's a big point there, like you, how much you can actually learn from others. Like I feel like it's important to reach out and sort of get as much information as you can from others because a lot of people are actually willing to give it. Like I know some people, you you may think, oh, they're not going to give me any advice, but I feel like if you ask in a nice way and you build that relationship, I feel like you can get quite a bit of advice. Like you, you if if you would have like reached out beforehand, I guess, like before you start the business. I guess it's hard because you didn't know at the time, but you, you could have found out about those fabrics at an earlier stage. I could have found out about certain things on social media at an earlier stage. Like if I was to just reach out, like I don't know whether you did or not, but it's definitely something I didn't do enough. Like I was too sort of stuck in my own own little bubble. Like I didn't reach out and connect with people, which I'm seeing the results of now, but back then I just weren't doing it enough, you know? No, definitely. I weren't even doing it. I used to think, oh, this person ain't going to help me, man, because they're going to see me as competition yeah. and they're not going to try to give me anything. But like in 2018, I reached out to another brand owner who owns a fashion line. His name was Reese. And he was the one who said to me, like, listen, when you do designs, make sure it has like a specific meaning to you. It, it could be anything like color, favorite number. He said, just make sure it has a specific meaning. And I think from that advice he gave me was when like the whole brand dynamic and designs changed. Like, so like, I thought like reaching out to him was like one of the best things for the brand. Mm. And just like speaking to other brand owners, like it helps a lot because you know, like you're not the only one going through it. Even though social media may portray a picture of this brand having the craziest success, they've probably been through exactly what I'm going through right now. And just like a podcast has probably been through exactly what we're, you're going through right now. Everyone goes go through the same things. It may just be at different times and stages. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I, love, I do love it when people like give, give me good advice. You know, like It's so helpful. But it, on that note, is there any advice you'd give for young people like looking to start their own business, whether it's a clothing business or just any, any business? Uh, I would say stick at it. Like, make sure you do your research and, and, and like, never give up because obviously... When I first gave up, it was like, it was always in the back of my mind, like, oh, raw, like, what if I could, I could be here right now, I could be doing this right now, but, like, you're always going to have that thought, like, you could be, like, just go for it, like, don't care what anyone says, don't worry about anyone's opinions, like, you actually just have to go for it and just get yourself out there. Mm, that's so true, you know, but what is the... What's what's next for you? What's on your like agenda? What's on your radar? What can we expect from you in twenty twenty? Um, definitely like more crazy hoodies and like more tracksuits with like crazy fabric that fabrics. Like well, I'm going for the more luxury streetwear. That's what I'm looking yeah. to do this year. Elevate the brand a bit more and sort of like because I, I find my own brand in its own lane. There's brands around me. I find best individuals in its own lane. I don't worry about no other brand. Like, I'm literally just trying to focus on to be as creative as I can to get the brand out there. And with the whole influencer marketing side, don't get me wrong, I love celebrities wearing my stuff, but I want them to wear it because they like it. I'm not, I don't yeah, want them yeah. to wear it because I've reached out to them or because I've paid them. I want people to be wearing my stuff because they love my, my clothing and they see this as like, yeah, I'll wear this every day. That, yeah, that must be so much more satisfying. Like when you actually see someone share your posts or wear your stuff, because 
off their own back. Like they, they didn't, you didn't have to reach out and sort of say, oh, please wear this or I'll give you this for this. Yeah, that must be so satisfying. And I guess that's one of the biggest sort of benefits of social media because you can see that almost in real time. Like they'll post it as soon as they get the hoodie. They'll share them, open it up. But it's, I don't know, it's just, it's so exciting for a young business owner, you know. No, yeah, definitely, like, it's crazy, like, it actually satisfies me so much when I see someone, like, post a picture of them in my tea, like, and without me even saying anything to them, just to see them post themselves in the tea and, like, say stuff about the brand, like, oh, this brand's going to go far, like, and I don't even know these people that are saying it, so it's, like, it makes me think, maybe, like, it is going to go, like, not maybe, it is going to go far, like, it is going to be big, because for these people to see it and say this, like obviously they believe it they wouldn't be just saying it for any reason because they have no relation to me they just know me off social media but it's not like uh, they've known me for 10 years or something trust me if everyone if everyone listening to this goes goes and have a look at uh, the page looks at the hoodies you'll see like you'll see the qualities there and if you went if you took a photo of one of the hoodies yeah and you walked into foot asylum and compared the hoodies there to the hoodies on on your page you will be like mad like the, the hoodies and stuff in Foot Asylum and those kind of shops, they're not that great, but they're still doing numbers because they're in that massive, like, in that massive... Yeah, they're in your face. Yeah, exactly. But they're not that good. Like, I don't know what you think on this, but personally me, like, I even reached out to Benjar on the, the owner of Benjar on Instagram. And I hmm. said, like, how comes you're not in Foot Asylum and stuff like that? And he, he basically said, like, just isn't the right fit for him. Like, he feels he's almost above them like he's not on a different level completely like not even above just on a different tier and i think yeah, yeah definitely your hoodies are like your hoodies are on a different tier like they're not they're not below they're they're above and they're on a different level completely they're sick no i feel like yeah definitely but he's benjot definitely above foot asylum like he i feel benjot the way he's going is like the direction i would like to go towards i feel like he's making benjot a like a designer sort of streetwear yeah so yeah like high luxury, like you want to wear this out like on a special occasion so you don't get it dirty, that sort of clothing. I think, yeah, that, that is a, that's a big point. Like he, he sort of, you can see the evolution, but like like you said, you're, you're in the early stages, but he was in the early stages as well. So you're just sort of a couple steps behind, but you're not that far off. Like you're literally going in a similar footstep. So you will get there. I think as long as you keep pushing on, like, your clothing's sick, your designs are sick, you've clearly got the like the brain for it and the heart for it. So I see no reason, like personally, why you shouldn't be up there with, with them kind of people, you know? No, definitely. But it's all about timing, man. Everything's I, I always believe everything's about timing. And yeah. I've rushed some projects like clothing and, and it hasn't worked. Like it just hasn't worked. And and I always speak to like the people around me and be like, oh why do you think this didn't work? or and I'll be like, listen, I feel like you've rushed, you rushed this. Like, you can see that you've rushed this. And that, when people are like saying that to me, because I was definitely an in-person, um, impatient person. Like, I, I didn't like to wait for anything. I want it now. And that was like my mentality when I first started. Like, if I put something out, I want everyone to buy it right now. And it yeah. needs to be gone in like the next 24 hours. Like, until I started to realize, like, let's be totally honest. Like, this is, this is not going to happen like straight away. That takes time to build up that sort of momentum. Uh, yeah, that's true. I think everything everything takes time. You don't want to rush it. You don't want to ruin it too early. Um, final two questions, if you don't mind. Um, my second one is, 
what your legacy, what do you want your legacy to be when it's all said and done? What, what do you want to look back on life and think, yes, I did this or I achieved this? Um, I think for me, it definitely, I just want blessed individual to be known as that one of the top tier UK street brands. If that, when that happens, like, I'm be totally honest, that I'll have be so happy set for life, like, because to me, like, I've always loved fashion, like, from young, I've always mm. been into, like, designer and stuff like that. It's only as I got a bit older, I fell off to, like, buying designer and started to buy more UK brands. And to see, like, brands like Trapstone and Benjar grow makes me believe that it's it's not impossible like so if they can do it I can definitely do it like and I just want to show prove to myself that I can be one of like the greats in the fashion industry no 100% I believe it I do believe it and if people want to go find out more about your brand and yourself where can they go so on Instagram it's um, blessed individual and then two underscores we're also on Twitter B underscore individual underscore and then the website is blessedindividual.co.uk that's where you'll see all the items and if you've got any questions you can just message me on my personal Insta which is Terrell 600 underscore mate I, I don't normally say this I always say that like, I believe you'll, you'll get to where you want to be to everyone and stuff like that but I'm so excited to see your progress and your development here on in especially now like you're using this coronavirus lockdown like to sort of get levels above so yeah i wish you all the best of luck can't wait to see your progress mate and thanks for coming on no thank you no no worries mate yeah. all the best yeah uh, you too have a nice one you too bye-bye if only they knew the hub for young business minds